Redskins Fans Podcast. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of a game between the Washington Redskins and the Carolina Panthers. And if Aaron was there, he would have been kicked out for sure. We give our game balls, we give our kicks in the balls, and we wonder where Josh is. Live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 what's up, John? Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? Excellent! Dude, where's Josh this no time? Way. Josh? As in Josh Allen? As in one-third of Harry Hog football? <laughs> webmaster? Hey, there he is. Dude. Dude, you made it. I called it. What'd you call? Called what, do you? I called it. He called it. He called it something. I called Who it said that, podcast. Dude? Or he's missing the podcast. Who said that? Again. Again. Oh, man. Josh is with his his friend Drew Brees, not Summer Brees, down in New Orleans at some kind of benefit dinner for... The Blue Oyster. (laughs) The Blue Oyster uh, bar and... and, uh, Lounge. And raw bar. And and the lounge. Basically, Josh is slacking this week. We don't know what his deal is. Blue Karate. He ain't here. Here's what he said. Josh said that he is finishing up dinner with a client. A client. With an architect. And it just like brought back visions of uh, Michael Brady on the Brady Bunch with those orange tubes <laughs> of, of plans that he would leave everywhere, and the kids would be like, oh, no, Dad left the plans. We've got to go find the plans. And they're in, like, some big orange 70s-looking, like, dun, cardboard dun, tube. Dun, 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 dun. What was that, dude? That was the Waltons you were singing. No, dude, that was... That was dun, 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 That's that Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, no, the Waltons are like... No, wait. That's Little House on the Prairie. I always get that one in the Little House on the Prairie. That's the Waltons. You got the Waltons. All right, all right, dude. Anyway, this is Harry Hog episode 270 brought to you by our longtime sponsor, David Lee. And I'd like to apologize to David Lee Legal Services because... The podcast was so screwed up last week with the sound effects and my computer crap in the bed that when I went back, I could not find the commercial break to uh, <laughs> to put the commercial in. Because remember, during the podcast, we were like, all right, the commercial's going to go here. And then we kept going. Well, <laughs> the commercial never went there. And then someone wrote in or tweeted and said they liked our um, Garrison Keillor-style sound effects that we just... Threw in all acapella style. Yeah, they may have been joking us though. Who cares? 
Anyway, if this is your first time tuning in, this is a podcast about the Redskins, even though we're taking our time getting to it, because we are trying to avoid the inevitable. Talking about this horrible damn game. What the hell happened on Sunday? We used to, there used to be one team we knew we could beat, no matter how bad we were. It was the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, they took them like 50, their first 15 years of existence or something like that before they ever even got a victory against us. Something like that. Oh, it, dude, it's a good thing that I wasn't there. I know yeah, they, they won't let me into the stadium as it is down in Carolina, but yesterday or last Aaron week. has a history. Oh, man. That Bank of America stadium. Bank of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that one, Josh? I think it should be called <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> well, well, the Redskins played like a bunch of yellow cakes. I mean, yeah. One thing we did see in that game, Cam Newton is pretty damn good. He is good. We had early on, dude, when we had him at like third and Whatever it was, something really long, the very first drive of the game, we had them all backed up, and then he, like, scrambled and ran for, like, 40 yards or something. That set the tone of the game right there. Yeah, pretty much did it, and it made, I think that winded our middle linebackers right then. Like, they were behind, a step behind for the rest of the game. And I know London Fletcher was sick, um, but, yeah. I just, what did he have? We're having trouble stopping the run in any way. They ended up he ended up being pulled out later in the game for a fox. Was he sick? He was sick. Like I they think said he had, he had a hamstring pulled during the game. Yeah, it's but they then they said he had the flu. So uh, I don't know what that. Yeah, because I didn't think he'd be injured. I mean, everyone well, else is though. Yeah, he is actually injured. He uh, he does have a hamstring injury, but they said that he was sitting out because he had well. The flu, and that he was just running out of steam, basically on the field. Dude, if you saw him in the pregame warmups before they uh, before they cut to London and did God Save the Queen and confused your mom, um, why they, they were sing- showing him on the sideline and he why was out there on the sing- field. And <laughs> why are they singing God Save the Queen? This is America. <laughs> they're in London, Mom. No, they're not. They're playing in Carolina. <laughs> it's a different Isn't game, Mom. Good? They cut to another game, didn't you tell? Couldn't you tell the uniforms were different colors and everything? Oh, <laughs> and, and it wasn't sunny in the stadium. Yeah. Anyway, well, they uh, Lennon Fletcher looked like. I mean, he looked like someone poured a whole bucket of water on his head. He was sweating so bad, and it wasn't that hot. So he kind of looked like somebody was trying to like sweat out some sick. You know. You know what else was sick? That hit, that smack he layeth on Cam Newton when he tried to like get those extra yards at the sideline. That did shake him up a little bit, it looked like. But he's, get, he's getting my game ball for that, too, by the way. So don't take it when we get to the game ball awards. I won't take it. I want everyone to be in suspense until they find out who my game ball goes to. Keeping them on the edge of their seats. Like to keep my audience riveted. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wait, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness we got Will, the fourth Beatle. Well, the fifth Beatle. Fourth Harry Hog person here since Josh is is MIA. The fifth Beal. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on. All right, lost to the Panthers. What we what oh, can we man. talk about, dude? I this is the first time in a long well 
as long as I can remember, that it looked like our defense just gave up in the third to beginning of fourth quarter. Did anyone else get that feeling? They sure did. They looked like they couldn't stop anything. Like They were like, we don't know what Cam Newton's doing. We're just going to blah. And Jonathan Stewart had that big run. And it was just, it was a mess. It was a freaking mess. You, um, you can say that again. It was a mess. It was a mess on offense and defense. Yeah. It was terrible. It was the, and, by far their worst game, including preseason. And yeah, it was against and, the Panthers, who were 1-5. Right. And and granted, they, they're a team that could be somewhere around 3-3 three and because three, their offense has played really well. We should have been absolutely throttling their defense, even with the loss of Schnell Lichtensteiger from the O-line. And then we lost Santana Moss. And then we lost Tim Hightower. Dude, it's like body bag we, uh, game part two, two weeks it, in it, a row. It's, it is like two two weeks of body bag game, all thrown into... It's, it's so frustrating because we've been so injury-free and suddenly we lose three important players in the span of two weeks. And we go from looking pretty decent to only being three and three. And everyone going, up. Oh, well, there go the Redskins, just like they always do. They suck. Yeah, I think this was a statement game for the Redskins. It basically made the statement that they're just the same team they've been for the last... Sure, sure seems like it. Wake up time! Now, one thing that we did have uh, issues with, that we did have a Togway out, and that made a huge difference on uh, defense. Yes. Togway being out was was massive dude thanks for bringing that up all right because when we went into that game i didn't even know he was out until like when the game was starting i'm like um first play you were like um why is reed dowdy on the <laughs> i was like where's the time <laughs> i was like he's our only safety that can cover dude uh-huh and then someone was tweeting about uh hazlitt cut and this and that and why aren't they double teaming steve smith and this and that i'm like who how how are we going to double Who? team? First of Who all, are we going to double team him with? First of all, Atagwe's not in there. He's the only, only person. Well, in that game, he was like the only. Well, I'm trying to think of some other cornerbacks that can cover. But anyway, he's one of Safety. the only defenders. No, I'm yeah. just talking about cornerbacks too. I'm like, I can't think of any oh, secondary on the team. Secondly, they were they had their running game going on us. Uh huh. So, and that's the, the second week in a row that the running game, and we, we should be doing better against the running game. And they were getting a really good push against our defensive line. Mm-hmm. And the linebackers, the middle linebackers, were not helping. Oh. When they kicked it to the outside, guys weren't getting there in time. They were either out in coverage or they overran the play, the bookends. So I don't know. And third on that whole Steve Smith thing, he was just schooling our cornerbacks. So was Cam Newton. He was honestly. he was putting some pinpoint passes into him too. See, that's the thing about Cam Newton that I waffled on so much when we were talking about you know who's going to draft him, should the Redskins go after him and stuff. One thing that he showed in his limited college action was that he can he can put the ball where it needs to be, and for someone his size that can run and whatnot. I, I mean, th- if you saw him out there like practicing before the game, he looked like a lineman. He's the real deal, dude. Yeah, I think, and you know, it's not, he's, he's doing, he's, he, he's had a penchant for turnovers like a lot of rookie quarterbacks do, but the two games he hasn't thrown any turnovers are the two games they've won. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Zero turnovers. Man, and, and, you know, and another thing that was depressing about that game was that they put Chris Barnes back there as a, basically as a fill-in safety because they didn't have anyone else to do it, which was great. Kevin. At times, because we wanted him back there. We were thinking, oh, he's better at safety than a quarterback anyway, and he still sucked. Oh, he was horrible, dude. Yeah. All of them were horrible. D'Angelo Hall, horrible. Man, D'Angelo Hall needs to stop pretending to be a DMB on Sanders and just cover someone. Knock a pass down. Stick your hand up and knock a pass down. Hey, 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 hey. What are you doing? It's basically how I felt watching him. But really, the biggest thing, like you were saying, Aaron, they got the run going on us big time. Yeah, I What's haven't seen happen? the defense play so crappily. Not this, this year. This entire season until then. Yeah. And next week, speaking of the run, we got uh, <clears throat> Fred. Um, why is his name eluding me at this point? Running back. Fred. Fred. Which one? Jackson? The one in, in Buffalo? Fred Jackson. Fred Jackson. We got him who's been tearing it up. So Buffalo has been pretty decent. They started to, to they're coming off their bye week, but they were starting to look uh they were starting to look a little more uh I guess pedestrian in their last couple of games. Like they were you know, They're looking yeah, more they pedestrian and we're looking more suck. Yeah, it's like, you know, they're coming off the bye, they could suck because they're all like lazy and coming off the bye, or they could be really focused and ready to go and totally and be like, Oh, the Redskins are reeling right now. They've lost like half of their offense. You know, let's let's really lay it to them and really kick some butt, dude. We'll see, see what uh, this this is how it works, dude. All right, we're going Toronto, we're going to way, Toronto to play the Bills, right? So we're gonna lose. If we were going to London to like play the Patriots, we would win. Or if we were going to London hmm. to play, you know, some other like the Saints or some team we don't play very often that's supposed to be really good. We would we'd have win. A good chance of, we'd come up and have a good chance of winning. But if we play a team that's we're supposed to beat, quote unquote, in the eyes of many Redskins fans, in some odd venue, then we would lose. Yeah, <clears throat> or at night, or whatever, out of your element. It's a four o'clock game too, so it's probably going to be. I don't know how many four o'clock games are on CBS at that time, or if that's their like marquee matchup of the afternoon. But you know, the more special the game is, marquee. the more the Redskins suck. And the more later in the day it is, the more the Redskins suck. And the more the Redskins starters get injured for the year, the Redskins suck. Golly. And the more that and the more that Kyle Shanahan is calling plays, the Redskins suck. <laughs> Shall we go on? This is this has just been a depressing week. This it's been such like the last really two weeks, but especially after this game, it's just been like Aaron said early on. Here we go again. This one was horrible, dude. Because most of the games, you know, if they're in it and they lose by a few points or, you know, get beat by seven like they did against the Eagles or whatever, they looked like they were playing the entire game and they were playing hard. This game just looked like they didn't know what they were doing. And Jabber, damn Jabbar Gaffney. Catch the ball, man. Hankerson, run the right route. It's your first game. Run the right route, even though John Pe- John Beck took the bullet for that and said that he threw it to the wrong place, that Hankerson was right. I think he's full of crap. I think he's just trying to show quarterback leadership. Oh, yeah, he's totally full of crap. I think he was totally just covering for him. You know but, dudes, we, lost, we just got Hightower back healthy, and he was like 77 for like 
88 yards or something like that. Yeah, and why did we or not keep running like the ball? yards. Yeah. Why did we not about? keep running the ball? Yeah. It's like we do have Ryan Terrain who saw the the field. How I'm looking that up right now. How many times did Ryan Terrain actually get 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 the football? How many times did they hands? run it in the second half? Dude, we ran it like three times, if that, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. 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 Terrain had two rushes for negative five yards. And when did Elo Hightower go out? Um, third quarter, I think. I really can't remember. So we ran it a total of three times in the last half of the game, basically. More or less. Like, Hilu had one run. Terrain had two. So Hightower was 17 for 88. Um, it's like you, so we barely ran it there? 20 times, and yet we were tearing off 70-some yards with the first 17 carries. Hightower was looking like he did early in preseason before he got hurt with that shoulder. Remember when I was saying a few weeks ago, we were like, what's wrong with him? He's not, he's not, he's missing holes and he's not got the burst. It was like, yeah, he's got an issue. I bet he's hurt. And bingo, he was hurt. And he just came back and was healthy and he was shredding it. And then he, and then he went out. And like you said, why didn't we keep on running the ball? Dude, because Kyle Shanahan gets these like gut feelings instead of just going with what's working. He's like, well, we know that's working. So let's try something else and see if we can get it to work also. And then it doesn't. I love this play in Madden. I love throwing the ball. Well, let me just try it one more time. Well, let me just try the wide receiver screen here instead of just running it. Yeah, like, what was that yeah. third, third and two or whatever it was? The one where he got sacked? Yeah, it was like a third and it two. It was a fourth and two. Yeah, and I was like, what are you doing? Just run. <laughs> was it a fourth and two? What? It was a fourth, there was a fourth and two that, that bet got sacked on. No, that's not what I'm talking about. There was a third and two. And he tried to get up there and be cutesy and do some really like quick pass, and it was like thrown behind him or whatever. And I was like, "Why didn't you just run it there, dude? You've been tearing it up with the run all day." Yeah, and and or a play action good... at least. He didn't even do a play action because I thought they'd be expecting the run at that point. I remember now because mm-hmm. that we were tearing up the run. I'm like, just get up to the line and pound the ball on third down. And if you don't get it, at least on fourth, it's going to be like fourth and inches, and you can make up your mind. And. uh so what does he do? I was like, or at least run a play action. It's a perfect place for it because they're going to be expecting to run. He gets up there and does some kind of little spread, little quick like one-step drop slant throw behind the receiver. Yeah. I was like, dude. And and Daryl Young, Darrell Young, was out there busting people's butts. Oh, he was tearing it up, especially in the first quarter. He laid the smack down on some. Yeah, when they were actually running the ball, he was tearing it up. I thought it was pretty interesting on that one play where he went in motion, like, diagonal from his position in I formation to, like, a tight end spot. I kind of thought that, I thought about it at first, and I was like, wasn't that illegal, an illegal shift? On what? No, he can do that. I think you can from the I formation, since he was the only person in motion and, and... He just has to come to a complete. He has to set for the ball. Even though like, he was going forward, yeah, you could still stop there and and, and be set. And he, I think he did stop. But now I'm starting to think about that because I mean there was something really bizarre about that movement that made me think that that it should have been a flag. But there were enough flags of, without that. God, there were tons of penalties in this game. Tons, tons of Emmett Smith penalties. Oh, speaking of, what was that one? 
where their dude like completely jumped off sides and our guy held him so he wouldn't nail our quarterback and then they called offsides and then holding. Yeah. Yeah, they call and then made him offset. It's like our guy had to stop him so he didn't hit our quarterback unabated because he was flying in there. Cuz you didn't blow it dead. They said the Carolina players said after the game that they figured out the snap counts and that that which I thought was funny because they had like four offside they penalties. They didn't figure the out crap, dude. <laughs> yeah, they had more offside penalties than I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. There should have been one or two more. They yeah, figured it really out. close that they didn't call. We figured it out. It's like, uh, did you really? Because you were offside. It's like, I think that was all their penalty yards were offside. They had like 100 yards of penalties or something. They had 105 yards of penalties. They, they had 13 penalties called on them. And they still beat us by a they lot. They still beat us. Dot, time of possession was 10 minutes more. Same with the Eagles last week. Yeah. You know what I think? I've been thinking about this just in the last few minutes, actually. Do you think that Kyle Shanahan spends way too much time scripting his first 10 plays? Because they always come out and their first plays look really intelligent. And, like, um, you know, some of them are kind of have some ingenuity behind them and have little flares that you don't see too often. And then after that, it's like he doesn't know what to do. Maybe. Do you do you get that feeling about it, or is that just like me? like at first his play calls are really good usually usually if he'll especially if he runs the ball when he's supposed to run it against a team that sucks against the run when he doesn't come out and do like a wide receiver screen to start the game yeah 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 it it seems like less polished as the game goes on because he's like uh what do I do now yeah although I'm thinking I think in the last couple of weeks especially I think in this week I think he had his dad in his ear a couple times going I think that's a dumb call or I want you to do this now. Like that fourth and two where Beck got sacked. Shanahan's come out and said that was a bad play call. Oh, dude. Don't even. Not that we didn't know. I already know that. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to put in some defense on John Beck on that one intentional grounding play. Oh, where, that was where, crap. Where he threw it directly into the ground. I want to. I, in his defense, dude. That dude came in on, he had no chance. And I thought it would have been better yeah. for him to throw that down and take the intentional grounding than risking fumbling it. That's right, what I right. thought. Because he was right at the goal line almost. Yeah, so I didn't have a big problem in that. There's nothing else he could have done except got sacked and fumbled. I mean, it's like he took three steps and looked up and bam. It was that naked bootleg deal. He like, yeah. remember he rolled out and bam, there that dude. Right, was. right, right. Because that one dude totally sniffed it out that time. Yeah. Yeah, it's. You know, Beck was up and down. He was better than Rex. Now I know by far. Will and Marilyn called us in, and I did not get a chance to record the phone call and get clips like I normally do. But Will was at the game in Carolina, and apparently he did not get kicked out and called us while he was leaving the stadium. <laughs> and he was complaining about Beck this and that. And I bet you, from where he was sitting, that play at the end, that interception looked like it was Beck's fault. That was totally not his fault, dude. If you can go back and look at that you'll know that John's dog, Hankerson, ran the wrong route. It was painfully obvious that Hankerson ran the wrong route on that. He thought and he was going straight. stepping up. He thought he was just saying, hey, that was my bad. I threw it wrong. He just thought he was running a streak up the, up the sideline there, and apparently, um, no, that's not what it was. Well, it's better than him running the right route and turning around with those big-ass Mickey Mouse gloves and having to hit him in the hands and fall to the turf. 
Oh. Okay, it's maybe not better than that, but that's what would have happened if he had run the right route anyway. I have a bad feeling about that Hankerson guy. I don't think he's going to come up to a, I don't think he's going to... Is he going to be another uh, Westbrook and Thomas? I think he's going to be like another Westbrook and Thomas Kelly kind of guy. Thank goodness Fred Davis is, is shaken out out of those three second-round picks. Yeah, well, don't even More get me going less. on him for dropping that third down. I thought that was a key drop in the game. And for celebrating after he scored that touchdown, all like, yeah, yeah. But oh. I can't stand it when a team is losing and someone scores a touchdown for him. And it's not like celebrating, like, pump up, like, yeah, let's go, let's go. We got another one to get. He was celebrating like, yeah, look at me. I just scored a touchdown. We're still getting beat by a bunch of points. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, one player that I have a lot of faith in right now that – that Aaron and I, you were talking about it too, is Graham Gano. I don't have a lot of faith. I, you don't have a lot of faith in him at all. I think he's doing really, really well. He's only had like, you know, he hit a 49-yarder in this one, and I was like, oh, he's going to totally nail that. And you were like, no way, dude. And I was like, dude, he's to- he's been totally money this year. He had one blocked that wasn't really his fault, well, you, and then he had the bad snap, and that wasn't his fault. Well, you just jinxed him for next week. Way to go, dude. I don't think so. I think I think Gano is a... Uh, I think Ano is right up there. He's had a great year so far. Well, he and Sav Rocket, they've had like their their Sav had his his miss on that snap, but other than that, he's been rather good. You know what, dude? Our team Sav pretty Rock mu- only punted once this whole game. By the way, our team pretty much sucks if you have to talk about how good the punter and the kicker are. True. True. Dude, I am. If the Redskins don't win another game this year, I have to quit the podcast. I just hope you guys know. I made that statement earlier in the year. And that means you guys will be stuck listening to me do it all the time because you know Josh won't show up either. Mm-hmm. I will be. be I will be. be like, welcome to episode 271. Okay, cut! Good night. <laughs> How many times have we said cut in the history of our podcast? An awful lot. How many? Do you think we're in like the tens of thousands or the millions or what? I think we're in the thousands for sure. Well, we might be in the ten. We may have crossed into the ten thousand range. Let's add one more. Yeah, <laughs> the ten thousand range. Anyway, what else yeah, do we have on here? Um, you want to go ahead into the injury report, Josh? You want to take care of the injury report for us? Who said that, dude? Oh, <laughs> uh, hold on a second. Uh, you guys go ahead and uh, talk about the game real quick, and I'll look up the injury report. We just talked about the game, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, injury report for what I have been finding out. It's today. horrible. It's horrible. The injury report is that we got we lost Hightower for the year. Um, Santana Moss is going to be out five to seven weeks or three to six weeks, depending on who you believe. He's got screws in his uh, th- finger or thumb. Right now, as everything heals up. Is that on his catching hand? (laughs) It's on his left hand. His catching hand. (laughs) His only one. Uh, D'Angelo Hall. Is that on the hand that he uses to do the spin when he makes a catch? Yeah, is that that the front hand or the back hand when he does the laser shooting things with his fingers? All right, go ahead. We haven't seen him do that much this year either. He's been pulling that back. He's like really trying to save it for really good stuff. All right. Man, we're in trouble without him, by the way. Dude, you don't even have to tell me. Our top guy is like Hankerson, Hankerson. and Armstrong. Niles Paul. 
think we're going to see a lot of Niles Paul this weekend. I think they need to bring Stallworth up. I think he was hurt last week. Um, he's got, uh, 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 I saw it, he's got a hamstring issue. Byron, don't call me Brian Westbrook's got a hamstring. Josh Wilson, who has actually not been bad as a cover corner this year, he's got a hamstring. Reed Dowdy's got a chest injury. I don't know what that's all about. Atagwe's knee is still bothering him. Um, he was limited. D'Angelo Hall's hip, or feelings, because he keeps getting burnt. London Fletcher's hamstrings bothering him, and they're saying that that he may not be able to play this week at all, um, which would end his streak of consecutive starts. Which is the he's the uh, wait who? Sorry, I was I was distracted because I got a text from Josh saying I just came back, but I don't have Wi Fi here. <laughs> London Fletcher's hamstring. Um, I guess he's over the flu or pneumonia. Speaking of, Rex Grossman's been in the hospital for two days with pneumonia. Did he get out? They let him what out was... Wednesday. Oh, he did get out. He Dude, did do you out. realize? That's another good point. Do you realize that during that game, we did not have a, a backup quarterback? Who did they say was going to be the backup quarterback? I'm trying it was to like remember. Terrence it was like Terrence Austin or, or Anthony Armstrong, one of those two guys. I forget because I always get them confused. I think it was Terrence Austin. Hold on. Let me turn down my phone because I think Josh keeps texting me. Not only was it Terrence, it was Terrence Austin, but they said whoever he was didn't have any snaps in college. <laughs> none. All right, I did not hear that. Yes, dude, none. Our backup quarter, quarterback, our third straight quarterback. Well, Brian Mitchell was at the stadium. Dude, I'm not even sure if Rex Grossman was at the stadium. He was for a bit, but then he went in, they took him in because he was so sick. Like they took him into the... Uh, into the uh, the tunnel and whatnot, and took him off the field. And I don't think he came back at the end of the game. I can't remember. But anyway, he's out of the hospital now. I'm not sure he was at the stadium. They kept saying, like at halftime, they're like, he he's in the, the locker room. If he's if he's uh, if he's needed, he'll come out. But after the game, they said that there was no way he was playing. Josh just texted me saying that he's worried about Fletcher's hamstring. Are you sure his hamstring's fine? Well, that's what he's out with right now. They're saying that might hold that might be what keeps him out for the next week. So I All guess right. he had his hamstring issue and he had the flu. Dude, he's gonna play next week. He has that whole streak going. If he can crawl onto the field, he will start the game. But we'll see. And, of course, another big injury is the high ankle sprain on Trent Silverback Williams. How many weeks on that one? Probably two more. That's it? I thought it was going to be more than that. And don't forget Jarvis Jenkins. Big guys always take longer. And, of course, yeah, your dog. Don't forget Jarvis Jenkins is still on the IR. (laughs) So, yeah, there's a lot of hurt people. Um, And a lot of important ones. Beck is a little dinged up as well but he's not officially listed with anything. I'm really interested to see how Beck plays in his second week. Is he going to slump down or, you know, is his sophomore start, sophomore slump, or is he going to is he gonna build on what he did? He didn't have a bad game. I mean, he had a couple of bad touchdown. throws, but, you know. He did. He got sacked that time, and he turned the ball over, very Rex Grossman-like. Um, he threw that pick at the end, not his fault, even though he said it was. Um, he was 22 for 37. He was decent. What was his rating? His rating was 80, 80.8. Cam Newton, on the other hand, was 127.5. Dang. 
And that's just, you know, throwing. That doesn't Dude. even include all the stuff he did on his feet, where he totally posterized half our defense. Yeah, well, we got our 80.8 for the league minimum, and they paid a premium to get that 127.6 or whatever. Yeah, they sure did. I didn't even oh, know what Oh, I thought you were talking about Auburn. You were talking about uh, Carolina paying the premium for him. My bad. Oh. So anyway. Um... War Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's time to go to break. Um, oh, wait. No, we got the roster moves. Let's yeah, go we got to do the roster these. moves. With all these injuries, of course, we had to bring some people in because we didn't even have a backup guard. We didn't have a quarterback that backed up back last week who was in his first start. And we don't have a third quarterback like anyone who even played quarterback, like any converted wide receivers or anything. That would have been fun. That would have been a lot funnier than when we saw Brian Mitchell go in at quarterback. That, that, that would have been like, yeah, because he was competent. That would have been like, like, you know, Q yakety sacks. Not only was he competent, but he was also a veteran football player in general where all these dudes, whoever it was, Terrence, was it Terrence Austin? It might have been Terrence Austin. Or Anthony Austin. Armstrong. Those right. guys are like rookies. It was, no, it's Terrence Austin. What's he? That's like his second year or something. He's in the second year. Anthony Armstrong's a little bit older because remember, he was in the intense football league. Oh, yeah. He's intense. Intense. So, anyway, um, all right, let's go through the roster moves real quick, and then we'll take let's, a break. Yeah, let's do this uh, This super major league roster moves. This is totally like the beginning of major league. We got some big – hey, you guys need to listen up to this, these roster moves because you may want to make some roster moves in your fantasy league to pick some of these dudes up. Let's go ahead, John. Especially if you had a guard, John Malachy, who had been signed to the practice squad last week because he's been cut. So if you had that guard on your fantasy team. You need to uh, find a replacement. Although you might want to pick up the Redskins' new running back, Tristan Davis. He was signed right, in the practice Tristan squad. Tristan Davis. He's on the practice was... squad, so he probably right. won't play. But our new tight end to take the place of Chris Cooley, who we'll talk about more in the, after the break. Chris Cooley, don't yeah. r- remind me to talk about him. We didn't forget about him. I was waiting for Aaron to bring him up because he hates him. Dominique Bird. He's the tight end. Dominique Bird is is he's been uh moved to the active roster as the third tight end, which doesn't bode well, I think, for Mike Sellers. I and John was telling me about this Dominique Bird dude, and I was like, crap, I forgot that Mike Sellers was even on the team. <laughs> he was in uniform last week. I think he played special teams. Anyway, this Dominique Bird dude was a tight end out of USC. He was the tight end uh before. Um, Hold on, Josh just um, real quick, real quick. Josh just sent in a pretty funny quote. You ready for this? What does he say? It was an interview with the Bills quarterback Fitzpatrick. Apparently, he knew Beck from when they were a kid. He said, "I do remember he was a really good backstroker." That was the main. That was the main thing when he was nine or ten. He was one of the best backstrokers in the state. <laughs> and then Josh put. It took me a minute to hear, even figure out what he was actually talking about. And then Josh wrote, "Sick." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so oh go go ahead my. about Dominique Bird. Sorry, are you done with that? Are you on to Jonathan my, my, com- my, Compost? Compost. Do- <laughs> Dominique Bird was the last <laughs> tight end before Fred Davis, so now we have the two tight ends in a row from USC on the team. All right. 
How about that? All right. And what, now we got Jonathan Compass, Compass, um, who is a guard center at a Cal UC Davis. Where is he coming? Where is he from? Most recently, though, um, his last place was well. He went. He's gone. He's coming to Washington via Oakland through Tampa Bay and then New England. So he sucks, basically. I think. Is he well, better than this Eric Cook dude that we've got playing right now? That we the seventh round pick that we have playing already? Yeah, at center. Yeah. Um, I don't know because we didn't have any backup guards and we had to move. Um, who did we move? And it all Montgomery? goes back to damn Vinny Serrato because we had no depth. And for everybody, this is something I was talking to someone about today. I was like, yeah, yeah, the Redskins, John Beck. Yeah, I know. He's unproven. He's probably not going to be that good. Rex Grossman never should have been on the roster in the first place because everyone already knew he sucked. But the Redskins did a great job in the draft because they obviously didn't think any of the quarterbacks there were worth going after as early as they had a pick to get them. And the entire roster needed overhauling it's not just like we were like oh we need a quarterback and we're going to be awesome no we need a fill in the blank every damn position on the field just about needed an upgrade not just quarterback so I thought they did a really good job and maybe they were going to go after Christian Ponder in the second round but the Vikings picked him in like what pick 13 or something that was a big surprise Mm -hmm. so maybe they were going to go after Dalton and Dalton got picked before they could get to him you know it's for everyone that's like bitching and moaning about them not getting a quarterback in the draft and going with what they got, we had a whole hell of a lot of positions that needed to get fixed. Oh, I'm not, not complaining about that. I know we aren't here. I know I'm, we're I'm getting one this year. I can tell you that much. Yeah, and we're definitely not in the uh, suck for luck sweepstakes. I think the Dolphins and the Colts are going to be battling Colts, that one out. Dude, the Colts got beat something like 62, 62 to 7. to 7. And you know what? I think they're still worse than the Dolphins. You mean the Dolphins are worse than them? Or they're worse than the Dolphins? No, I think they're still worse than the Dolphins because the Dolphins should have beaten uh, yeah, the Tim Broncos in that game. The, t- the Broncos did... Well, no, I think maybe the Dolphins are worse. I mean, the, the Broncos did everything they possibly could to lose that game. And then in the last like three minutes, they suddenly were blinded by the awe of Tim Tebow. Dude, all and we anyway, have to be is in like the, the worst five or six teams to to get Andrew Luck because uh, Snyder will just pay out the nose to get up to that first position. He might. You never know. He'll be. He'll pull like the Mike Ditka did with us. He'll and, give his right he'll, nut. We'll, I'll give you my entire draft class and my right nut. He'll the give, number one pick in the draft. <laughs> he'll give his Ditka right and left. Right he'll give though. both of his testicles. I don't think Ditka threw in anything like that when he, when he gave us his whole draft so he could go get a Ricky Williams when he was with New Orleans. Well. Anyway, um all right, so let's let's go to break when we come back. Yep. We'll talk a little bit about the next game and we'll give our game balls and kicks and we'll talk about the stuff Cooley. I want to talk about Chris Cooley. Um, Evan Royster. Evan Royster and Josh's Royd Rind. Right after this break. You are listening to Harry, Harry Hog, 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 Hog,
Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. It's a small world in Japan. Speaking of, it's a small world. I got my uh, yellow cake trip itinerary set in stone today for my next trip to Disney World <laughs> with your aunt, the super travel agent, my aunt, good old Aunt Lynn Adams. And if you need a travel agent, just contact John at Harry Hog Football. My aunt can hook you up, especially if you're going to Disney World. Or you know, the, anywhere in the world. The funny thing is, is your aunt told me that if you're going to Disney World, it's pretty much the same price no matter if you go straight through Disney World <laughs> or a travel agent. But I figured at least this way she gets a little cut. She gets a little cut. I guess it's worth it for her, whatever her cut is, because otherwise I would expect her to just tell me to just call them directly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. She's a trip. She does She does all sorts of she, high She's a traveler. Oh, speaking of, to our friends over in um, England, okay. that would be Simon Kinsey and Paul Tattersdale and some of the other guys. There was a cage in Scotland. There's another Simon over there, too. Bunch Yo, of Cage, bunch are of you a Simon. Rangers or Celtic fan? You'll have to get back to us on that, because we are going to the Rangers match in April on... What day is that? It's, I think it's April 7th? 7th or something like that in, in Glasgow. Glasgow. Um, and we'll be at the Tottenham match in London a couple days later. If any of you guys want to join us and keep us from getting beat up because we don't know the etiquettes for those sports, that'd be cool. We as an Aaron doesn't. Um, it will be Aaron's first time in the UK. I'm going to try to keep him out of trouble. But after a few pints of the dark stuff, I don't know if that's going to be possible. Hey, as long as I'm not in Bank of America Stadium, I should be all right. I think I can handle myself in the uh, soccer stadium since I don't really care that much. About the sport. Just be like, whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. It's just soccer. And plus, have you seen the number of police that they keep in the stadium? 
especially around in around the uh, the away teams sections, it's like just a line of neon colored coats all the way around. Them. And they just kind of like lock them into their little section. Pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> if you ever see like a soccer match, like I remember seeing the U.S. play on TV, I saw the U.S. playing in Mexico, and there was like this one little pocket of U.S. fans, and they were surrounded by cops with machine guns. <laughs> Holy crap! So yeah, I don't yeah. Think we're gonna be going to a game down there. I'll tell you what, if Carolina had that same setup, I probably wouldn't have almost gotten kicked out. Yeah, yeah. I would have been killed. Perhaps. Or at least had a bag of urine thrown at you. Anyway. Hooligans. Who's a hooligans? The both of you. Anyway, we'll be there if uh, any of you UK type people want to hang out while we're in the, uh, the uh, kingdom, I guess. The United Kingdom. While we're in Scotland and then England, we're Glasgow good. to Edinburgh to London. We're trying to get a, we're trying to go to Stonehenge too. And I tried to talk John into, you know, jumping over to Amsterdam real quick, but I don't know if that's going to work out. So anyway, have time. Um. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, what was I saying here? Um, let's see. Oh yeah, you were going to talk about. Well, let's talk about real quick. Some of you guys might be thinking, well, why in the world is Evan Royster? His name not coming up since he's the third running back on the team. He's, in fact, not the third running back on the team. Darrell Young is the third running back after Roy Helu and, of course, Ryan Terrain right now. Evan Royster is still on the practice squad. I think Evan Royster can be good, dude. I think he can be good. We'll see. I don't know. Those Penn State running backs, man. He's going to be promoted. They should have promoted him. Well, dude, they, they had to bring up Dominique Bird. Because we need three tight ends. <laughs> and Sellers. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't bode well for Sellers, I think. And yet we only have one guard on the team. This uh, Jonathan Compost guy that we just signed. <laughs> Compost. To him and Eric Cook are going to be trading time at center. Don't we still have Artis Hicks, your dog? I was wondering if what's Chaotic Funk up to, man. Is he still in football shape? Someone said that after the game last week on the radio or on TV. They were like, where's uh, where's Casey Robach? Yeah. While you're at it, where's Trey Johnson? I know, right? He's running that prep school up there in Maryland or something. Yeah, Hogwarts. Trey Johnson runs Hogwarts of Maryland. <laughs> anyway. All right, real we quick. Suck. Real quick about Chris Cooley. I told yeah. you. I told you. We should have traded him and got what we could get for him because now he ain't worth nothing. You said it. You totally called it before the season even started. Wait, you called it like last season. I know. We should should do that. Everyone thought I was on crack. Everyone thought you were hating. I thought you were hating. Everyone thought I was on crack for saying I'd quit the podcast if the Redskins didn't win more than three games this year. And they're they're starting to make me hold my breath a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> but two weeks ago people weren't thinking i was on crack yeah well two weeks ago was before sexy rexy totally totally finished soiling the bed oh don't even get me going on that and then he went and got pneumonia on top of it <sighs> yeah what the heck asshole <laughs> the dream team <laughs> the dream team they are not Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> well, looking at the game this week in Toronto against Buffalo, 
Hold on, we we have to go into something else before we do that. Oh yeah, we are gonna we gotta put that back a little. Excuse bit. Excuse me, bad. man. Excuse me. Oh. Talk amongst yourself for a minute. I need to clear my throat. <clears throat> Let him clear his throat. All right, I'm back. All right. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, th- there it is. And now, the coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. The coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Awards. John, you can go ahead and start. Maybe we should let Josh go first. Okay. Um, hey dudes, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give my game ball to someone I normally don't give it to. Uh, and so I don't want to just follow the stats here. Someone you guys probably wouldn't think of, but um, I'm gonna go ahead and give mine to Eric Cook because um, I think he's stepping in and performing admirably. Um, seventh round pick and. Um, hasn't hasn't snapped one <laughs> over anyone's head yet. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to him. All right, go ahead, John. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> that was really good. Don't say it. Oh, my. <laughs> oh. Man, do I really Numb have nut. Do I have to give a game ball for this game? It's re- I'm really having a hard I'll time. Give mine. I'll give mine if you need a time to think for a second. You know what? This is someone that I I'm gonna give my game ball to Adam Carricker. Who I never okay. thought I would ever give a game ball to because, you know, Jarvis Jenkins had already pretty much supplanted him as the starter. But he had one and a half sacks in this game, a couple of tackles. Mm-hmm. He was really doing a really good job in there. He was on um, it. he was on it. And I know later in the game that Until the, the fourth offensive quarter. line was getting pushed around a lot, but I mean, of the three, my dog Cofield did not have a great game. Bowen did not have a great game. Character had probably the best game, what might be the best game of his season. And, I, I mean, he was very, very solid. Those, those, that first sack was, was pretty damn good. So, he's been solid, dude. He's been solid. He, I guess he was way above. He was like a B getting an A-plus for the game, or an A. All right. Minus. Well, I already said who I was giving my game ball to, right? Uh, London. Didn't I say I was giving it to London Fletcher for that crack on the sideline on Cam Newton? But You did. But <clears throat> I also want to give another game ball to uh, John Beck for a couple things. First of all, his response about the Hankerson mess up. But second yep. of all, for after his touchdown, just getting up and doing that classic playground, <laughs> classic spike nothing fancy just get up and be like yeah and spike it down just like you they did in the old school days he just got up spiked the ball to the ground with 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 vigor and that was it that was it that was it you don't need any fancy fancy ass dance or anything he just got up there and spiked the ball and got off the field you know he needs to come up with some mcgruber type dance because he looks like that guy no, he doesn't need. He just needs to come up with some touchdown, some touchdown passes next week. That'd be cool enough. That would be good. I mean, you know, he. I, I agree with that. I think I was thinking he at least deserved a shout out for what and he did. Tim Hightower deserves a shout out too. Tim Hightower had a great game until he tore his MCL. So anyway, um, all right. Yeah, yeah, that's depressing. I feel bad for that guy. Cause I mean, you know, I mean, he was he was sitting there like squandering, you know, squalor, 
what's the word? I don't even know. He was, he was wasting away in, in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Not getting utilized correctly because they kept trying to get always damn injured Beanie Wells in there, who incidentally just got injured again last week. You mean kind of like and Hainsworth it, was when he was in Washington? Just kidding. Oh, not even. Yeah, yeah. And and you know Tim Hightower, it's like he just bided his time and he's been very professional about things. And and he came in here and he was in a good system for him and things were going well and he was just coming back from that injury he had going on and then just crap luck, man. Just crap luck with him getting hurt, with with Liechtensteiger, and with uh, Jenkins. All three of those guys were really, really in great doing. They were in really good position and really doing well when mm-hmm. they got hurt for the rest of the season. It's really unfortunate for all three of them. So I feel bad for them. Yep. I just can't wait to see Jarman play next year. That's all I'm saying. That defensive Jarman. line is going to be stout. When Jarvis, dude, you're thinking about your dog Jarman. Sorry, 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 Jarvis Jenkins. Yeah, you know, the, the new JJ. The new JJ. The new JJ. Yeah. JJ. Say, thanks for correcting me because people will be like, what? <laughs> we traded him. And then we get these emails like, dude, you don't even know what you're talking about. And then people who listen to us all the time be like, oh, they messed up again. Yeah. Anyway, you know what? I'm excited to see Jarvis Jenkins play next year. Anyway. I am too. I was excited to see him. Well, anyway, that's another. That's for another story. This podcast is getting pretty long. So let's just, without further ado, it's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. This week's Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by Balls. Water enhanced with minerals. That's bowels. Bowels. Uh, I think it has caffeine in it too. Bowels. Do they still make that stuff? I don't know. Ask Did you Landon. ever drink any of that stuff? No, I don't drink anything called balls. Sorry. <laughs> you don't put anything in your mouth that's called balls. <laughs> Pretty much. That's right. <laughs> ba- if any of you dudes out there have had balls and you could tell us if it's good or not, just don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't bother writing in, because we don't want to know. But if it's really funny, we might read it aloud on the podcast. As a matter of fact, not that there's funny... anything wrong with that. If you like balls and all, but hey, you know, whatever. But uh, if you want to call in and tell us your stories about uh, your your encounters with balls, you the can, drink, uh, call us the drink at seven seven Harry Hog, which is seven seven four two seven seven nine four six four, and leave a message. It goes right to voicemail. And if you leave a message with uh, funny stuff or interesting stuff or, or uh, I don't know, something good, like good old Will in Maryland does. And um, I have to actually have time to, like, you know, get it off of there and get it ready. But Right, and sometimes that doesn't happen. But anyway, yeah, get, send us anyway, an email yeah, about us balls or give us a call about balls or a tweet at us about balls. At That's <laughs> but it has to be about the drink, okay? The drink, B-A-W-L-S. Balls. We're going to get like 10,000 things in our chat box that just say balls, balls, balls. <laughs> Anyway, balls, let's get get on with this uh, kick in the balls award. Uh, who, who, who am I going to get? Oh, my kick is going to Jabber. Jabber balls, Gaffney. I wonder jabber, why. Jabber, why jabber, did what did Jabber do besides just fumble uh, the ball? Besides fumble the damn ball and 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 turn the game around like right at the end of the first half and drop another big pass and gave up those three points to give them the lead going into halftime nine six. 
that was so reminiscent of going for it, doing something there. And, and you know, I don't have a problem with taking a chance here and there, especially when your team is, is not all that good. But that was very reminiscent of what Dallas did against us and got burned by last year in that game. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like trying to do something at the end of the first half when there's like no time left and the you know it's a fumble or a pick and and losing points and the other team ends up getting points out of it. Mm-hmm. Jabber had a terrible game. He had four catches for 68 yards, but he had a terrible game. And I I am I am very worried that he is now our number one receiver, more or less. Dude, there's no way we he need to bring Dante Stallworth back in. I think it's gonna have to be like Terrence Austin or Anthony Armstrong that lines up for Santana Moss's stuff because Jabber's just not he's not the same kind of wide receiver. Anyway, they're probably gonna keep him in the two spot. Dude, we're pretty much screwed, and I think <laughs> for the rest of the year. But we'll see what happens this week. Anyway, um, not to be a pessimist or anything. But anyway, my oh, kick in the balls award is similar to yours. Mine's going to Fred Davis for dropping that pass that hit him right in the numbers on third and two. and yeah. or not, I don't think it was third and two, but it was an important third down. I thought it was a pivotal point in the game. And someone else dropped a pass right before that on mm-hmm. second down? Because it was like second and four or something. And then it was third and four, and he dropped it. And I was like, come on, dudes. It might have been Jabber that dropped the one before that. I honestly I can't remember. I'm seeing if I can find that right now. While uh while Josh uh while, while Josh, Josh gives his gives his All right. My my uh dudes. My uh kicking the balls word is gonna go to um someone you might not think about. Uh it's just gonna go to uh Jarvis Jenkins. For um, still being on the IR, we're like no, no, no. His is gonna go to. He's gonna give his to a high tower. High tower on the IR. We're going on the IR. That's the kind of thing he would do. <laughs> Be like, dude, Josh, what is wrong with you? He's gone. He's out for the rest of the year. I don't know, dude. He should have just stepped up. <laughs> I know, dude. Josh, what didn't something happen like ser- that? He seriously would have given that one. He's done that before. Not to to, people that have yeah, been hurt. Yeah, like remember not to like be insensitive or anything but didn't he bring up something like that around With Sean the Sean Taylor. Taylor incident where he did not give him his kick in the balls award for that but he gave someone else like the week before that happened his kick in the balls for being injured and then we were basically like um dude you are not giving your kick in the balls award to Sean Taylor this week so, yeah 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 it was something like I don't remember exactly but it, anyway all right, so you could you find it or no? No, I can't find exactly. I might have just it made is. it up, but it was some situation like that, and it it made me upset, and that's why he gets my kick in the balls award. Anyway, we better wrap this thing up, dude. It's going on an hour here. Uh, I think it was it was late in the third quarter. It was like two incomplete passes in a row. Yeah, yeah, and then one hit Fred Davis right in the pretty much right in the numbers. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, and we do need to give a shout out to Pony Boy. Pony Boy had a good game. Tight end. I think he kind of was the second tight end anyway. Yeah. More or less. Yeah, Pony Boy, I remember him playing pretty well. I can't tell you right now what it was. I was so mad at the game. He had a couple of of, uh, big catches in the third quarter. And I mean, yeah, down the middle, all like Witten style or like, Mm. or like Jeremy Shockey style. One of those big tight end dudes. He just caught a few over the middle, like right in a row, didn't he? 
Yeah, yeah. They just kept throwing it to him, like, in the third quarter, I think it was. Yeah, after they stopped running, after they abandoned the run. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Um, Shout out to Batwing19 or Nightwing19. All the people that were tweeting at us during the game. Tons Uh, of people tweeting. The usual Daily Grumbles, P underscore BBS, RIP11, Daily Grumbles. I said that already. Um, The usual guys. Um, out there too many to name today we gotta get moving yeah so we'll wrap this thing up um let me see if i can find some music here this time but in the, anyway um what you got for us what do i have what do you want some beatles love the beatles why don't we do one of my favorite beatles songs She's not a girl anyway much. we'll talk to you guys next week um, hopefully the Redskins will be able to go into Can O oh, Canada. Why are they singing O oh, Canada? <laughs> Your mom. Why are they singing O oh, Canada? I thought we were playing football. She's gonna be really confused next week. Why? I thought in Canada they could run before the balls hiked. I also got you a number eight jersey. Says Grossman on the back. For Christmas. Is he any good? No, she'd be like. It says Brunel on the back, but I figured <laughs> people would just think you were wearing a Grossman jersey. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we'll be back, dudes. Next week, Josh will be back. We're going to make him come back. Maybe. <laughs> Talk to you guys next week. Um, hail to the Redskins. And hopefully we'll pull out a victory here because, uh, man, to quote Trey Johnson, man, we suck. We do suck. Anyway, talk to you guys later. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, joke Mother Superior jumped the gun